It's your favorite time of the morning. The Forum at 8. Favorite time of the morning on AM Live. Thank you very much for joining us. 0891-104-208. That's the number to call. And I'm going to give you uh, enough time to speak uh, to the three gentlemen who are joining me right now. Uh, the uh, Deputy Chief Whips, uh, Chief Whip of uh, the Democratic Alliance, uh, Mike Waters, and the Chief Whips of EFF and uh, ANC, Floyd Chibambu and uh, Jackson Tembo, respectively, uh, are joining us on the line right now. Opposition parties' move failed yesterday to have President Jacob Zuma removed from office. The Democratic Alliance's motion calling for the president's removal followed last week's constitutional court ruling that uh, the president, uh, President Zuma, had failed to uphold the constitution when he did not comply with a public protector Tulima Donzela's remedial action regarding the non-security upgrades to his uh, Gandla homestead. Was the opposition motion to remove President Zuma a futile exercise in your view? That's what we're asking you. And also, uh, if uh, parliamentarians uh, voted in the best interest of the country. Those are the questions that uh, we are asking you uh, today. And uh, I was just uh, highlighted earlier on that uh, removing a president, the National Assembly, by a resolution with a supporting vote of at least two-thirds of MPs, could remove the president from office on three grounds. One, a serious violation of the constitution or law. Two, serious misconduct or inability to perform the functions of the office. Let's get talking, South Africa. Let me welcome the three gentlemen. Mike Waters, the Deputy Chief Whip of the Democratic Alliance. Good morning to you. Good good morning to you. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Floyd Chibambu uh, is a EFF Chief Whip. Are you on the line, Floyd? Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning to listeners. Jackson Mtembu, also Chief Whip of the ANC. Good morning. Uh, good morning to you and the listeners. Thank you very Thank you, ver- thank you very much to the three of you for joining us. Let me start with you, uh, Mike Waters. You went into this uh, uh, motion yesterday and debate really knowing very well that the numbers are against you. Why this move? It failed the first time around. Uh, when, what were you hoping will change this time around? Well, we were hoping that the uh, conscience of the Act members would prevail and that after the damning constitutional court judgment, that uh, members of the ANC would, would have taken it seriously, would have had time to digest the constitutional court judgment and realize that um, President Zuma is not fit uh, for office, he's not fit to uh, head our country, and that we were hoping that the ANC would finally put the country before the party and vote out um, President Zuma. But uh, perhaps let's look at the judgment. Did it say, un, you know, clearly, unequivocally, that uh, the president is not fit to hold office and therefore he must be impeached? Well, they, they couldn't say that because that would be a that would be the blurring of the divisions between um, you know the the, uh, the three spheres of government: the judiciary, the executive, and parliament. So, that, so that they themselves would have been in the wrong that they had done that. What they did say was that the uh, president had violated the Constitution, the highest law of the land, which is extremely serious. And that, that itself proves that he is an unfit to be the president of our country. 
And uh, Floyd Chibambo, good morning. And uh, your your view as uh, as the EFF, you are saying that, uh, for instance, you want to bring disciplinary actions uh, against the president, and of course, uh, in in the National Assembly, and you ask the National uh, Assembly Speaker to step down, not to preside over the uh, proceedings yesterday. Why why was that? Look, Bongani, the uh, remember that the Economic Freedom Fighters was the first political party to say that uh, Jacob Zuma, uh, the president of the ANC, must uh, pay back the money. And when the public protectors report came out, we said that uh, there is no need for Parliament to investigate the. That report again in the manner in which it did that we demanded that Jerusalem must pay back the money, must comply with the remedial actions of the public protector. You remember that in the first other committee we pulled out of it, and in the second one we did not participate at all when uh, all other political parties participated uh, because we we constantly give advice to parliament that the powers of the public protector are binding. So sorry, Floyd. Your line, your line is not is not too good. You know what we're going to do? We're going to call you back and see if we, we can't get you on an improved line there. Uh, EFF uh, Chief Whip Floyd Shibamba will try and bring him back as quickly as possible so that he can continue uh, with his uh, chain of thought there. But uh, Jackson Tembo ANC Chief Whip, good morning to you. Uh, how do you view as the ANC? Uh, the opposition move yesterday, particularly led by the DA, to try and get the president removed uh, from uh, his office uh, for, you know, the second, third time round. As, as they are saying, well, first let's just put on put our pleasure that we have just put to your producer. You have got two opposition parties there that will be given ample time and uh, you only have one person from the ALC. Sure. That is unfair. Totally unfair. Because indeed in Parliament, we are the majority party in Parliament. That's why we even have more airtime in Parliament. Then time is allocated proportionally. We don't think that you are going to do so here. Because again, how we arrange this interview, we have got two against. Whoa, oh, Mr. Timber, let, let me let me just uh, try and understand this. <laughs> the, you, you, did you want us to call two people from the from the majority because these are three different parties? It's the it's uh, the DA, which is the biggest uh, opposition parties, followed by the EFF, which is the the, the second biggest uh, opposition in Parliament, and yourselves as uh, as the leading party. I mean, where, where did we get it wrong here? I'm sorry, I don't I'm understand. By the way, there are other parties there that did not necessarily agree with those parties. Oh, I see. I get your point. Okay. Which one? That's the which point I'm making. Uh, you you have got his party. A- that APC. You have got his party that did not agree. One, sure. One man sure. All right. All right. You, you, we we, we you get you. Have, you could have brought them in so that you balance the equation. All right. You are not balancing the equation in this point in time. Let, let's move on. Sure. Though, let, let, let me welcome my colleagues, uh, Walters and uh, also Floyd. The, the, the ANC comes from a perspective that says the opposition party, particularly the DA and the EFF, have always called for the head of the president. And the immaterial what 
circumstances we are confronted with. The Constitutional Court did not say the President seriously violated the Constitution, which is the, the constitutional mechanism that uh, could then arise in terms of Section 89 of our Constitution. It did not say so. The, the degree of the violation from where we are seated as ANC is not so serious as to uh, necessitate the removal of the president. That's why the president showed remorse. That's why, that's why the president apologized to the nation and explained that, by the way, though the court held that the president failed to uphold uh, to protest and to defend the Constitution, that was not done deliberately because even the High Court of the Western Cape at a particular time did not say the powers of the public protector were binding. So that had an effect on how the President dealt with this matter. It's only the Supreme Court of Appeal that then set aside this High Court of the Western Cape judgment and said, the powers of the public protection are binding and, of course, followed by last week's constitutional court judgment that brings clarity to everybody and all and sundry, AMC, EFF, uh, Democratic Alliance, all of us. So there is now no one who will say that these powers are not binding and if you disagree, with whatever recommendation that the public protector put on the table, you have one option and one option only. You and see, that option is to approach another court for review. The problem here, uh, Mr. Mtembo, Floyd, I'll come to you just now. I know that you interrupted. But, Mr. Mtembo, the problem is here is the president who appoints the public protector according to the Constitution. And he, he says he, he doesn't know for sure if the powers are binding. You know, you know some people find that uh, very, you know, uncomfortable to say you appoint somebody but you don't know the boundaries and the limits of their, of their powers, of, of, of their offices. You know, is my problem. And, and the president says he did not get the, the, the correct advice, at least, uh, uh, you know, following the courts also and so on. And so on. I'm just trying to understand how do you appoint somebody and you don't know their boundaries and limits? But, of course, you also had a court of law, by the way, that was approached by the, 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 the opposition parties that said, in our view, how you interact with whatever remedies that comes from the public protector, you must be rational, but these powers are not necessarily binding. So, indeed, here is the court of law, an opinion from a high court that also says whatever... Uh, interpretation you might hold as the president and as the, the people who advise the president might be correct in okay. this regard. Floyd, but let's bring you in right now. Floyd, good morning. Sure, go, go ahead. I think the line has improved there a little bit. So, so you you went in there yesterday, uh, you know, and and uh, with with, uh, with other uh, opposition parties, and you wanted the president to be removed. You put this motion, and you supported it right through, but it failed. What happens next? No, no look. Let's uh, quickly deal with what the uh, the chief group of the majority party is saying that 
the Western Cape judgment can never be a justification for Jacob Zuma to defy the public protector. Actually, I've got a direct quote from the judgment of the Constitutional Court that the President might have noted the DA versus SABC court hearing. And then it says that, but that still does not affect the unlawfulness of its preferred course of action. And even on the other issue, it says that this does not distract from the illegality of his conduct. So there's no there's no need to say uh, there was a Western Cape judgment. The Constitutional Court dealt with that to say that you cannot rely on other things to, to defy the Constitution, to violate the Constitution. And that is what the court said. I don't know why the ANC relies on are still on weak legal advice and legal basis to justify their continued illegal actions. And and, and our principal position in terms of the way forward, uh, coming back to your question, mm. is to say that uh, in South Africa, everyone is equal before the law. That is provided for in Section 9 of the Bill of Rights of the Constitution of South Africa. That if a president or if anyone violates the constitution or, it, or, or conducts ill discipline or, or misconduct, they must be subjected to a process. They must be prosecuted or they must be subjected to a disciplinary process. That is why we wrote the speaker yesterday to say that now that the vote has failed in terms of the impeachment of Jacob Zuma, we need to institute a process to hold him accountable as parliament because there's prima facie evidence that he has violated the constitution, he has acted illegally or unlawfully. Well, the ANC might want to use semantics and say, no, he did not say serious violation. But the constitutional court said verbatim that he acted unlawfully and illegally. Mm. Now, as parliament, we cannot just accept an apology. It doesn't work in law that after you have acted illegally and unlawfully, you just call a press conference and say, I apologize, and then everything else is swept under the carpet. There must be action. In, 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 in many other countries, in Brazil currently, a president of Brazil who comes from a majority coalition is going through an impeachment process. In, in many other countries, a president is subjected to a, a constitutional and disciplinary process once they violate the constitution or are involved in misconduct. That is what we have requested for. And, and Mike, if, ma, ma, if Mike, let me bring you in here. Oh, okay, finish that point, uh, uh, Floyd, so that yeah, you can if, bring in if, Mike. If, 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 if the ANC parliament and that mob that voted yesterday refuses to take the decision to, to, to subject Jacob Zuma to disciplinary process, we are going to go to court on the principle of equality before the law and say that why is it that a president has violated the constitution, there's prima facie evidence that he has misled parliament, that he has got a bond, and he, nothing is happening on him. And when, when all of us do something, we are subjected to some court process or whatever happens. Mm. Why is it that you've got a president who's not being subjected to a particular okay. process? Mike Waters. And I'm sure the court is going to yes. rule an office. Can, I, can I come in? Can come in here because, you know, there are so many, in, uh, uh, you know, interpretations of what uh, Justi- Chief Justice Mohueng Mohueng said. And, and uh, you know, there are so many readings of that. He said the president acted inconsistently with certain sections of, of the law, obviously uh, failing mm. to uphold, protect, and, and uh, the, the, the Constitution. Is that... Uh, 
illegal uh, because uh, Floyd is saying he acted illegally. But secondly, then, uh, what is your next move as the DA? Okay, if I can just also um, cover a few points that Jackson uh, raised as the chief whip of the ANC. Firstly, every opposition party bar one supported the impeachment yesterday. The only opposition party that didn't was the APC, and they have one seat in Parliament, and we know they're the extension of the ANC. Secondly, um, we all took a... No, we must disagree. They are not an extension of the ANC. I'm talking, I'm talking, Jackson, you've had your chance. Please keep quiet. Um... We all took an oath of office to uphold, protect, and defend the Constitution. Now, for Jackson to come on, um, on the radio station and to say that the President um, violated the Constitution, but it wasn't a serious violation, must, uh, must ha- uh, leave your um, listeners speechless, quite frankly. And it just shows how low the ANC have actually fallen as far as in, uh, defending the Constitution is concerned. Um, the fact that the President... Um, failed to uphold his oath of office by defending the Constitution means he is um, unfit to hold office. And the last point I want to make before I answer your question is that the President didn't actually apologize on Friday night. What he said on TV, he apologizes for the confusion and the length of time the scandal has been going on for. He did not apologize for his actions, and that's a big difference. So where to from here for the DA? Well, we are, we're going to be looking at our um, legal options and we, and, um, over the next few days and we will be taking further action and we'll be letting you know what we're going to be doing because we cannot allow a situation where a party uses its majority to protect someone uh, who should not be leading our country. What they did yesterday, they, they uh, tried to defend the indefensible. And it's inexcusable, and the voters need to know that. And you are saying that you are representing the wishes of uh, of uh, the republic, the wishes of the people of South Africa. Is it really what South Africa needs right now to have uh, President Jacob Zuma removed from office? I'm asking you, uh, Mr. Waters, removed from office, or is it what you as the opposition parties, as uh, the majority opposition party, think uh, is what South Africans need? And uh, perhaps uh, in an uh, election year, think this is the trump card for you? Well, do we we need a president that violates the Constitution? No, we don't. We need a president that protects the Constitution and puts South Africa first, not the interests of himself, his family, and his bank balance. We need a president that puts us all first. And the voters uh, can have their say in August when we go to the polls. What, what they feel like. If they want to um, send a clear message to the ANC that they find it unacceptable that our constitution has been violated and trampled on, then they have to vote for change and vote for the DA come August. Mr. Mtembo, the, the ANC met, the, uh, there was an extended uh, National Working Committee. What was resolved there? The issue of recalling the president, you hear, for instance, uh, Mr. Trevor Manuel uh, saying that, uh, you know, former finance minister saying that the president must step down. You hear uh, from many other people. What is the position right now? Is the ANC ever going to recall President, uh, president uh, Jacob Zuma right now, or are you going to stick it out with him until the end of his term? Let's just deal with the, what the Honorable Walter said, that the ATC is an extension of the ANC. Definitely that parliament doesn't have two, two parties that are one. It's not. The ATC, in fact, is a breakaway from the PAC. You should know that very well. I think the Honorable, wherever he is, I think he's 
not pleased with this assertion that is an extension of the ALT. It is just not true. And even historically, it is not true. But secondly, Did the ANC pay for his deposit to stand in the election? Is no. that not true? Did he not no, get the money from not, the city house to stand? True. We have not done okay. anything. In fact, we know very well, Walter, mm. that we did not do anything. Yeah. Come out did the ANC not pay for his deposit? But having said that, Let's let, let just deal with the issues of, of what has been said by our leaders. By the way, we'll be meeting with all our leaders who have met with all of them because indeed we might be having different interpretations yeah. of what came out of the Constitutional Court. First of all. It's your favorite time of the morning. The Forum at 8. Favorite time of the morning on AM Live. It's uh, 25 minutes uh, to 9. We're going to the uh, callers right now. But, uh, Mr. Mtemba, I just want you to finish that. Uh, how are you going to deal with this now? The Constitutional Court has ruled that the President has failed to, or uh, acted inconsistent, inconsistent with certain sections of uh, the Constitution, failing to uphold, protect, and defend the Constitution. Now the uh, opposition parties are contemplating disciplinary action. They're contemplating the, the dissolution of Parliament. But by all means, by the way, they, they, if they, they so fail, they can bring a motion under Section 6 of the Constitution for the dissolution of Parliament. No, no problem. It's something that we can... But again, we are saying as Parliament, all of us, this judgment gives us an opportunity to enhance our work in Parliament. It gives us an opportunity to look critically at ourselves and say, what are these mechanisms that we need to strengthen to hold the executive accountable? But you were asking other questions before we went on news, uh, that there have been calls made. We will meet with all our leaders and all sectors of society so that, again, we put our view on our interpretation of what came out of the Constitutional Court. On matters that... Uh, on calls for the president to step down, that is an individual judgment on the part of the of the president. I can comment on behalf of the president. Right. On the recall by the ANC, on the recall by the ANC, the ANC has no basis uh, to recall the president. First of all, the NEC of the ANC has no authority to recall the president. All that it can do, if it thought that there was a basis for such an act, it will then call a national conference of the African National Congress. And we have said, we have said as the NEC, or extended NWC, that there is no basis for us to recall the president because, again, the president says, even the constitutional court itself and the public protector, there was no intention to disregard the constitution, to violate the constitution, and it was not done intentionally, and the president has shown remorse and has regretted that had we received better advice as enunciated by the Constitutional Court, as enunciated by the Supreme Court of Appeals earlier, indeed we would have acted appropriately. All right. Therefore, our view that the president has apologized, then we, are, we have accepted the apologies of the African National Congress. The president has shown remorse. We have accepted the regret and remorse shown by the, our president. George, but we in- need South Africa to speak, and we are available 
as the members of parliament of okay. the ANC we got you. to engage with all sectors of society. Let me take the calls right now, Mr. Mtembu. George in Pretoria, good morning. Go ahead. Morning, morning. Thank you for welcoming me. Um, just two things that from my side. Um, I'm a member of the ANC, but I want to state it very firmly that I feel disrespected by the chief whip coming on the national radio saying to us that the ANC is unequally I mean, represented in even a, I mean, a radio interview to discuss matters of critical importance. I find that as a majoritarian bully, which is reflecting even at parliament, number one, as a matter of fact, when you vote for this organization that we love, we don't vote for it to abuse its majority. As a matter of fact, what I believe that's supposed to be happening is not even to recall President Jacob Zuma. Jacob Zuma is supposed to be sparing the movement from the crisis that from time to time has been plunged to. As you may recall, a, a chief whip, this particular matter of Nkandla has been a matter towards the nat- I mean, provincial and national election. Two and almost half years or so, going to another election, is the very same matter. Now, for us who are toiling on the ground, doing what, I mean, door-to-door, hard work for the organization, how do we go to another election, articulating issues on matters relating to one and the same matter? So I don't believe that the ANC National Executive Committee is supposed even to be having a factor to this, that it's supposed to lie with the man himself to do an honorable thing. Okay, Thank George. Temba in PE. Thank you very much. Let me not be long. I, I hear that you're all fine. <laughs> as, 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 as a South African and as a voting public member, I accepted the apology of the president. And I expected nothing more than that sincere apology and him acting in the constitutional court uh, at, uh, at decision for him to pay back the money and reprimand the ministers. Two... The constitution of South Africa has been confirmed, and it is that constitution of the country which entrenches the separation of powers. And yesterday, that also has been exercised fully, that the political forum, which is the National Assembly, will sit, debate, and vote on matters that are put before it, and it has voted to keep the president in office. And that vote only is informed by one and only thing, that the Constitution itself says that President will be recalled if he has committed a serious, serious breach of the Constitution. And Judge Mukwen Mukwene has made it clear that in the past they have never ventured into any uh, pronouncement other than saying it's inconsistent, the act has been inconsistent. Okay. And even on this matter, the act has been inconsistent, but it is not serious. It does not amount to the recall of the president. Thanks, Timber. Olani in Clarkstone? Olani? No, Olani is gone. Gerald in Durban? Ah, Bongi, first year, I just like to thank uh, 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 Jackson on your behalf, uh, just letting you know who, who appoints uh, uh, people and, and who you behold into for a job. But uh, just to move on to something more serious, I mean, Julius called out uh, various cabinet ministers and various members of the ANC yesterday, and uh, also there were people calling out the electorate. Now, this particularly refers to Floyd. Floyd, the party represents people at the lower end of the economic scale, which are the most affected by what's going on uh, in government through corruption. When, when are Floyd and his party going to call out the voters? Because that needs to be done. Jacob Zuno didn't walk into Parliament. He got, a, he got a free ticket from the voters, not once, 
twice. And that's after um, the fact was established that he was facing 700 charges of uh, fraud and corruption for uh, uh, his previous capture. And just to all those uh, people that are now coming out of the woodwork who are now claiming uh, the moral high ground, many of them were party to the cover-up of the arms deal in the first place, which would have put corruption in the ANC to bed years ago, and Jacob Zuma would have been dealt with accordingly. Thank you very much, uh, Gerald, in uh, Durban. Uh, Floyd, let me come back to you, but uh, there's a, an, a tweet here coming from Quincy who says, uh, at uh, AM Live on SFM, is a law enacted by a parliament that violates a constitution binding? I would challenge that law, says Quincy. Now, your three-pronged strategy, as I read it here, is that there's a disciplinary action that you want. You want the parliament dissolved, and also you are going to the Constitutional Court. Please outline for us how is that going to work, and give us timelines. Floyd? Uh, That's one way. Written to the National Assembly Speaker to say that there must be a process, a disciplinary process against Jacob Zuma. And if the Speaker refuses to comply to that, we're then going to go to the Constitutional Court on the basis of Section 9 of the Constitution that says that we're all equal before the law. A person cannot just violate the Constitution and then uh, nothing is done on him. And we must clarify some idiotic interpretation of the judgment. It's not even an interpretation, it's just a misreading because uh, the, the chief people of the ANC must read paragraph 83 and 97 of the judgment. It says that the president acted illegally and unlawfully. That is a violation of the the serious violation of the constitution. It, it, it actually even provides basis that a wrong legal advice and a judgment of a, a, a high court is not a basis to 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 defy the constitution. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what, what is happening with, with the ANC leadership, which even refuses to read what is there exactly written in terms of uh, what happened. And, 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 and our way forward, you are correct to say that we are going to go to the Constitutional Court, but also we are going to go on the ground. We are going to mobilize society, uh, because all sections of society, the church, the civil society, has been calling on Zuma to resign. And then we are going to, to mobilize uh, people on the ground to go to the union building to demand that Jacob Zuma get done, because we cannot allow South Africa to de- degenerate into a state of lawlessness where an individual is more important than than the constitution is more important than the rule of law and and, and you must understand that there are so many violations that are happening in the name of protection of one individual and we cannot allow that we're going to degenerate into a country where there's no direction this is this lawlessness there are so many things which the government does every day uh, he steals money from the state. There's a Panama prime ministers all over the world. In Iceland yesterday, a prime minister stepped down because of illegal accounts in Panama. Jacob Zuma's uh, the cousin, brother, or, or son, or has got an illegal account, which is directly linked to Jacob Zuma, and, and nothing is being done about that. So we've got a state where there's a huge crisis caused by one individual, and the ANC gangs around him, they're acting like gangsters to protect one individual at the expense of the whole nation. We cannot allow that. Okay, we let's go to the... allow that as a generation that has to take this country forward because these people are leaving all of them. All right. Us are going to be left in this country.
to take it forward, and we cannot allow a counter that is degenerated to that level by the ANC. SMSs uh, quickly, this one coming from Ndimeni uh, Mtata. Futile or not, opposition parties would be lame ducks if they allowed uh, uh, deprive President Zuma and his ANC to commit infraction of the constitution with impunity. The opposition are organizing a coup d'etat and I would like for you uh, Mr. Waters to, to respond to that but also uh, the opposition are competing to claim the glory should the president go. The ANC will not allow that and DA just needs recognition. It should let EFF to complete its mission the best way that's FISO in uh, Mahlabatini. How do you respond to that uh, That uh, the, the opposition party just trying to claim glory and you are competing now as the opposition party as to who really will lead this uh, this campaign of uh, the united front that is being shown now by by the opposition parties mr waters well i i, I, I don't know uh, where one of the listeners gets the the, the, the view that we're trying to create a coup d'etat the fact of the matter is we are the party that's trying to defend and uphold the constitution which is anything but a coup d'etat. We're trying to prevent that from happening. So I just want to make that very clear. But but what we've heard from uh, Mr. Uh, from, from Jackson today is the fact that the, the voters now have to start come up to the plate and, and start taking uh, responsibility for where our country is going. And if voters are concerned about a party that transgresses and violates the Constitution, a party that belittles, insults, intimidates, bullies, our public protector, um, and a party that, uh, you know, basically gives the middle finger to the voters. They've got to show their frustration, their anger, through the ballot box in August at the local government elections. That is the power that voters have. And if they, when they go into that ballot box, they've got to decide whether or not they're going to defend the Constitution or defend one man, whether they're going to defend the oath of Parliament or defend one man, whether they're going to defend... Our, our country and everything that our forefathers fought for or defend one man. And I believe that many millions of South Africans are as frustrated as we are and that they will be changing their vote in August. Mwabayomzi Kwankwa, you are the UDM parliamentary leader there and your leader, General Bantu Olomisa, calling for the dissolution of parliament but also calling for the election of the president directly by uh, the electorate. Talk us, uh, talk us through those. Good morning. Yeah, morning, morning, uh, Bongi, and thank you very much for having us. Uh, it's because we have a constitution where the parliament, parliament is accused of having violated the constitution, but in fact I want to actually elaborate on that point and say it's not, it's not parliament, we must not be tied to the same brush as the ruling party. I understand our majority and the democracy works off, obviously, but it is the ruling party caucus that has some serious intro, introspection to do. We as parliament are actually stewing in their soup because they created this mess. We want them during the ad hoc committee on Kandla about the dangers of what we are trying to do and that they would ultimately end up violating the constitution. But as the usual and as normal, they did not listen to us. Even yesterday, we tried our level best as opposition parties to actually warn them. Warn them about the dangers of the actions that they were trying to take by protecting one man instead of trying to protect and uphold our constitution. You can't say uh, it's absolute nonsense to claim that a person who has actually failed to uphold his oath of office has not violated the constitution or that uh, contravention or violation is not serious enough. What is going to be serious enough in future? Remember, at some point in one of the interviews, I think it was sometime last year, the public protector said, 
the behavior of the president by refusing to actually abide by her recommendations created a situation for her where most departments are now saying your recommendations are just recommendations. Uh, they are not they are not binding, so we can just ignore them. Now, what's going to happen in future is that people are going to violate the constitution willy-nilly. It's going to be a race to the bottom, and everyone is going to say, but my violation is not serious. What kind of a country are we trying to build is the question. How can we keep a man in office who does not espouse our constitutional values, a man whose conduct has been actually found by a court of law to be inconsistent mm. with the constitution of the Republic of South Africa, and we still have, say we have a president? It's absolute, it's absolute nonsense. It's unadulterated claptrap. Mwabayomzi Kwankwa, UDM parliamentary leader, thank you. Lindy in Johannesburg, morning. Morning, Bongi. Uh, good morning to your panelists. Sure. This is a question for Mr. Ntembu. Um, with all these slip-ups and scandals and breaches that we've had over the years, and I'm specifically referring to the president, what, what is it going to take for us as a, as a country, as a citizenry, to, to, to set a high expectation of ourselves in terms of the leadership that we deserve? At, at what point do, do, do we say we deserve better and, 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 and have a, a really high regard for ourselves in terms of what we deserve? Right. Thank you very much, uh, Lindy. And uh, Jackson Mtembo, let me come back to you. Are, are you reading the mood uh, in the country properly as the ANC is the question? Do you have your backs against the wall or you think really it's business as usual? Uh, when, when issues, for instance, that concern many South Africans are relegated to the bench, I mean, the issues of uh, inequality, the issues of poverty, the issues of unemployment are really not finding time now in Parliament because the issue of the president is being discussed in many sittings of uh, of parliament. You 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 know, Bongani, that uh, I I agree with uh, Mark Walters on one issue, and one issue only, that indeed the test of the of any party should be through the ballot box, and we we should not then try to use parliament to take away the. The, the majority of a party uh, by first gunning and at the head of the leader of that party. And that is what this opposition has been doing in Parliament. Not only now, but you have said so yourself, Bongani, on many occasions, they have come with furious motions of no confidence, debates and votes and motions on the president. Therefore, in fact, even this very important uh, mechanism of the, of the president has become a joke in South Africa because it has been abused by the opposition for its own political ends. Having said that, uh, we, 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 we are an organization that respects this constitutional judgment. Again, let me repeat, Bongani. This judgment, again, if all of us go and look again, let's go to the Constitution. The Constitution says that President can be removed only if he has seriously violated the Constitution or the law, if there is serious misconduct on his part, if he is not fit to hold office. You don't think as the ANC that all those three have been committed? No. In fact, the first one, serious misconduct, there is no, no, there is no mention by the constitutional court that indeed the president committed a serious 
breach of the constitution. I agree with the with the speaker who called in. And indeed this is our take. In fact, if these parties were to go to their own legal councils, they will get this interpretation. By the way, the the, 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 the EFF also wanted the court to order that the president had violated his own office. Now this uh, violation that the court spoke to is not a violation of oath of office. We want to uh, upfront put that. By the way, you will also know Morgani that at some stage the the, the the constitutional court ruled that uh, the, the then president uh, Mandela had violated the constitution in our uh, where with the state. Uh, arguing against the pharmaceutical companies. But a violation per se does not mean serious violation of the Constitution. And nothing, by the way, happened okay. at Parliament or nothing. But again... I'm, I'm struggling to understand, of, Mr. Mtembe, here. You're saying violation of... Uh, uh, clarify that if point. You're saying violation serious. if it's if not it serious. Not oh. serious. Oh. So this is not a serious. violation if it is not serious as pronounced by the constitutional court. That is the point. All right, Floyd, now, you heard Mr. Mtembo saying that... Uh, yes, Mr. Mtembo... Uh, um, Floyd, can, you, you're hearing can, Mr. Mtembo here. Can, he's he's can, saying can it's I not serious. Finish? Yeah. That is not serious. Okay. It's not a serious violation. And indeed, they can go to their own legal councils, they will be told so. Okay. There is nothing in the court's judgment that says... This is, uh, Obama, President Obama has violated his constitution almost 20 to 12 times since taking office. But that, those violations were not serious to amount to a reasonable impeachment of the President of the United All States right. of America. Let's bring it he here home because we're running out of time, Mr. Tim. So, uh, Mr. Shibambo, right now we are running out of time. I really need you to start wrapping and telling us exactly your plan of action. You heard if you go to your legal counsel, you hear that uh, the violation is not serious. And uh, you're also saying that, are you going to respect uh, this uh, parliament right now? Because you're asking for its uh, dissolution and you're saying the, the national speaker also is uh, is party to, to, to all this. Are you going to respect her? How are you going to operate now going forward? Are you going to make it ungovernable, uh, unworkable, really? No, look, to say that uh, the president has not seriously violated the constitution is just the imagination of the chief of the majority party. It's not uh, a fact. That is why we're calling for a disciplinary inquiry into the misconduct of the president so that ultimately he gets removed uh, from uh, office on the basis of what the disciplinary inquiry is going to find. And, 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 and it, it, it's a simple issue that the Constitutional Court was not dealing with the misconduct of the president. It was making an illustration that he has not abided by the Constitution. He has acted illegally and unlawfully. That is verbatim out of the judgment of the Constitutional Court. And then as Parliament, as an, as an institution that must hold the executive and the president accountable, we should institute a process against him and then we'll determine the seriousness of the violation. And, and, and our concrete proposal is that because the ANC mob has already voted and opposition parties have already voted on the question, let us establish an independent 
inquiry preceded over by retired judges, who are going to inquire on the misconduct and the serious violation of the constitution by Jacob Zuma. And then after that, then it will come back to Parliament to say that these violations are serious. And this misconduct is serious and it's a basis upon which you can remove a president. That is what we are saying. What, 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 that, is, that is our position that now that they voted out the, 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 the motion of no confidence, the impeachment motion against Zuma, let us go through a process and then he must come and justify himself. And then he will illustrate in a relaxed environment, page by page, to show that this is serious violation of the Constitution. And then he can defend himself, they can come and defend themselves, they can defend themselves. This legal counsel which Jackson is speaking about can be brought forth there and then we will then be able to determine. We cannot have a president who is not held accountable and is taken through a process wherever he has done something wrong. Mike? It, it, it means we are living in a lawless country. It, it, it's totally unacceptable. But that doesn't replace the work what we are going to do on the ground. Okay. Mike Waters, let me bring you in here because we've run out of time. Independent inquiry, when is it starting? And are you going to this election as United Front, the opposition, or are you going to keep your independence? I'm flabbergasted at uh, what Jackson said about the president only violating the Constitution, not a serious violation. And that is because the ANC is trying to defend the indefensible here. Can I just uh, inform you of your go listeners? Ahead, go ahead. The president has violated the constitution three times. First of all, when al-Bashir was allowed to visit and leave our country, it was found that he had knownly and deliberately violated section 231 of the constitution. Also, when he appointed advocate Menzi Samalani to the NCPP, and more recently, last week, when uh, the constitutional court found that he had violated the Constitution 83B. So three times he's violated the Constitution. And if that isn't serious enough for the ANC, I don't know what is. Um, and this yeah, is not in, about the Constitution. The constitution. No, 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 let me, I'm, I'm talking now, Jackson. Thank you very much. Um, these, are the actions of a, these are the actions of a man and a party who think they are above the law and the Constitution, and they think the rule of law does not apply to them or to him. And these are the actions of a man who has flouted his oath of office, and a party, a caucus, ANC caucus, have also flouted the, the oath of office. and have failed to obey, observe, uphold, and maintain the constitution of our country. And my appeal to the voters of South Africa is in August, to the millions and millions of you that are concerned about our constitution and where we're going, okay. to show your anger and frustration in the ballot box and vote the DA. All right, it was always going to be difficult, but I hope I distributed the time evenly. Thank you very much to all my uh, participants today. Mike Waters, uh, Deputy Chief Whip of the Democratic Alliance, EFF Chief Whip uh, Floyd Chibambu and uh, Jackson Mtembo, ANC Chief Whip. We've run out of time. It's uh, just after nine and we're going to have to leave it at that. Thank you very much at home for calling and SMSing and of course uh, Facebooking us.